0: station. This is 107.3 The Fox, bringing you some Metallica to get the podcast started off. My name's Aaron Rollins, and I'm the host of Southeaster. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. This is going to be a short one today. I'm on my way to class. I'm finally clearing up all that crap I was sick with. My voice is sounding much more clear. Okay, what's this one going to be about today? Uh, Just a brief update. The birthday with uh, Jamie for her 30th was a success it was incredibly expensive because she wanted to go to Diamondbacks in Waco. I've never been there, but I heard that it had good food. It had great food for a ridiculously high price. I think they had some steaks in there for over a hundred bucks for a steak. And I'm not talking like a full plate size steak. I'm talking like a 16 ounce steak. Um, That better be the best damn steak I've had. In the state of Texas, if I'm going to be paying that much money, and they were talking about, you know, this one's car uh, marbleized, it's wagyu, it's buttery, it's, you know, they're just all these um, tantalizing descriptions and adjectives to tell you how delicious it is. And I was like, bro, there ain't no way I'm paying that much money right now. Yeah, you know, man, when I've got a better paying job, then yeah. But you know, the reality of my situation, I've got better things to do with that money, like um, buy a week's worth of groceries. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a week's worth of groceries on one plate of steak. That's not including any other things that you buy, like a dessert or uh, a drink, or you know, because I had a I had this thing called a a cham, uh, a ginger cham, sham, a ginger sham. That's it. It's ginger C H A M, and uh, it was made with vodka. It was delicious, and uh, yeah, that wasn't a cheap drink either. So, you know, just that place is meant for people to spend money. Um, anyway, so the, uh, the, the birthday was, went very well. She, she had uh, some friends show up. Some people came from out of town. It uh, wasn't a large crowd because, you know, apparently if you tell people things like two days in advance, that ain't enough time. So, fuck it. Um, I, I didn't have – uh, not all of her friends on uh, her Facebook are my friends. And she doesn't share her friends with anybody. So, you know, going through the mutual friends, I can see, like, okay, they're not around. They're not around. They're all down south. Uh, yeah, half these people I'm not going to be able to invite. And the ones that I can't invite ain't going to go. <clears throat> Except for, like, I think there was a total of eight. No, seven. There's a total of seven. A total of seven people that I invited. And then me and Jamie made nine, so... Um, The dinner was good, though, man. I had this parmesan, chicken, this chicken parmesan that uh, the the chicken parm itself took up the whole plate. Took up the whole plate. It was practically the entire upper torso of the chicken um, that was deboned and deveined and all that stuff. And that thing was enormous. It was enormous. I couldn't eat it all. And a part of me was like, man, don't be no bitch. Eat all this shit. And I was like, nah, you know what, no. I'm not going to make a fool of myself in front of these people. Uh, half of them are lawyers. So, yeah, forget that. So, I, I ate about half of it and then added a little bit of the pasta that came with it. Pasta was kind of bland. The chicken farm was kind of salty. Regardless of those two things, it was good. And, um, I brought Jamie a tres leches cake. I ate my fucking fill of that. Uh, so did everyone else. Um... One of Jamie's friends, she's a girl that's a defense attorney, and I'm not going to use her name on the podcast in case people try to go looking for her. Because uh, she's got a kid and everything like that, and I'm not trying to throw her shit out there in the public. Um, she's very strange. She's very strange, okay? she She's one of those people that, you know, if you if she didn't have uh, a, a B-cup and, and a little bit of backside... You would think she was a dude. Uh, she just has these mannerisms. Like she's not, she's not ugly, but she she has these mannerisms, and this this facial feature, this this bone structure, that makes me think of a guy, you know. And I mean, she's like, not to, to throw out any stereotypes against women or men. She's she's very, um, sexualized. She wrote this book that's like a soft porn book. Um, you know, a romance novel not like some romance novels that you know are, are graphic with the sex scenes but she does have sex in her novel and it's a it's a fantasy fiction um, with her you know lawyers pay she's going after uh, an aggressive marketing strategy she's hiring a, an illustrator she's hiring a publisher no that's wrong she's publishing it herself but um, you know all that to say uh, she's she's getting it done and she's paying a quite a bit of money, and um, nowhere near what I I paid, I paid like three grand, and then I was like, you know what, I don't like this, I'm gonna stop, so (laughs) three grand just flushed down the toilet, but uh, yeah, this this girl, she's just different, Um, she's still, you know, comical, she made a Futurama reference that I really appreciated, because nobody in my friends list fucking references Futurama but me. And so that was a, yeah, that was deeply appreciated. (laughs) When we got up to go, I hit a bender. Let's go already. Well, that's enough of that. Um, I'll cover some some more stuff in the next uh, podcast. But this podcast, I spent six minutes rambling on about bullshit. This podcast is about the whale. The whale starring Brendan Fraser, Sadie Sink. She's a Texas native, by the way. And... Han Chow? I don't know how to say her last name. I've never seen her before this movie. Um, so... I think the guy that's name is Darren... It starts with an S. Darren something that directed the movie. And um, he's done other movies that are kind of you know neurotic like this. That are uh, psychological dramas. And... Um, uh, I, I just forgot what it was that he did. Uh, so anyway... You know, the whale that starts out, it's, it's hard to watch. Um, it's, it's almost two hours long. It doesn't go very fast. There's, there's not a lot of things happening. You know, it's just conversations. It's just uh, revealing this guy's life and talking about, you know, what, what he's at in the stage of his life when you see him. Where he's at, excuse me, It's not what he's at, where he's at. Uh, he lives in an apartment that's up on the second story. Um, he's incredibly large He's got to be at least 500 pounds I'm willing to say 600 pounds um, I, I don't know exactly how much he weighs Because he's tall He's uh, He's got to be 6'2 6'1, 6'2 And um, He I mean he's just enormous I mean, He's just he's a big dude And I think with the um, prosthetics Or the makeup prosthetics Or whatever you want to call it the bodysuit. I think they got a little bit wrong with that, but you get the idea. The guys, hang on. But you get the idea. The guys' uh, legs are incredibly swollen, and the skin's starting to crack. Which um, most people that I've come across in my lifetime that were that looked like that, they uh, their their skin starts to get w- way worse than what his skin looked like. Like there wasn't enough. Degrading by the time in his in his physical form by the time you saw him, like he should have been worse off, especially with his legs. Like I've seen people, you know, maybe 150 pounds lighter than him, where their toes and their feet look like alligator skin. Their legs are weeping because they have too much fat in their body, and their their body is literally seeping it out. You know, it, it gets really disgusting. It gets really disgusting when you push your your physical form to those incredible limits, um, especially when it comes to how much you eat. And you see this guy; he's he's a compulsive eater. He eats his feelings. He eats his emotions. And uh, he he fucking does that, man. It's hard to watch because it's. I mean, it's just so destructive, and you know it's destructive. You don't have to be a, a medical professional like me to know that this guy is killing himself by eating himself to death, and that that part is—I mean—it's just tough. Um, the girl they got to play—spoiler uh, alert—the girl they got to play his daughter. Um, the girl they got to play his daughter, she is Sadie Sink. She's like I said, she's a Texas native. I I I think she she fit the role really well, but. Um, once again, there's caveats to just about everything that they did. Um, you know, everything everything was, uh, I'd give it a, an A minus. I gave it an A minus because there's certain things that they could have done better. It's still a good movie, still a good story. You have to excuse me, I have to keep pausing to um, clear my throat and stuff because I still apparently have some sinus involvement. Um, anyway, still a good story. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a good tale, if you will, of a father trying to make amends with his daughter after he's made some um, incredibly drastic decisions. And um, something that I didn't touch on that is uh, true to the character, uh, Brendan Fraser's character, he's also gay. So... He tried to touch on that in the movie about, you know, having a kid while being gay. And they, they didn't really explore it. And I really wish that they would have. They could have, I don't know, diminished some other scenes. They could have taken out the whole um, pizza delivery guy thing. Um, I think the purpose of that was for Charlie to build something up with a stranger about some trust... Because he can't trust people with his appearance, he knows what they're going to say. They're going to mock him. They're going to, they're going to make faces at him. They're going to laugh at him, um, and that happens in the movie, not like on a, a grand scale. There's not that many people in the movie, you know, apart from um, some people on a computer screen that you see. There's the dad, uh, Brendan Fraser, the ex-wife. I forget her name. Um, Brendan Fraser's friend, she's apparently a nurse. Um, I don't think she's a doctor. Like, I don't know very many doctors that care for individuals the way that the Han Chao... Forgive me if I'm butchering her name. I don't know. I don't know very many people that um, care for individual patients like this lady did in this movie. Nurses typically do that because they do home health and stuff like that. And I think this nurse was doing home health for Charlie, helping him out around the house, making sure that he gets up and moves around, feeding him um, or bringing him food, excuse me, not actually putting, putting the food in his mouth. Uh, I told my brother that if he watched this, he'd fucking fall out laughing because there's parts of it that are <laughs> that are right up his alley for laughter. You know, he, he laughs at some, some absurd shit. And, uh, and you know, uh, to be fair, I do too. Um, what's that movie, Sling Blade? There's some parts in Sling Blade that are not funny, but we can't help but laugh at it because it's funny to us. Uh, there's a scene that I know my brother will find hilarious. Um, another spoiler alert here. He eats this meatball sub, and, uh, I mean, you see him, like, chew into it, and it looks like he's just, just eating it, but he's eating it very fast. And he immediately, well, I say immediately, within 10 seconds, he starts to choke because his fucking ass swallowed the food without chewing it and the nurse that was there I'm just going to call her a nurse because I'm, I'm assuming she's a nurse she's she's uh, she's hearing it as she's washing dishes she's trying to talk to him she doesn't expect him to start choking on his food and she turns around she starts to panic, are you choking? and she maneuvers him into a place where she can start beating on his back to force the food you know, back up and uh, you know She she has to really lay into him because she's small. I want to say she's probably 120 pounds. And that might be generous. So she's a little woman. And she's like smashing into his back until finally he coughs it up. And she says, God damn it, Charlie! Swallow your food like a normal... No. Swallow your food like a normal person! You almost died! Why are you doing that to me? (laughs) (laughs) She just gets so angry. At what he almost did to himself because he can't he can't control himself anymore, um, and he's you know he's done trying. Like he'll in the movie you'll see him make some efforts to be physically active, and uh, you get the the feeling that you know he does the bare minimum physical activity to make sure that he gets the things he needs around the apartment he lives in. And throughout the movie, he does a little bit extra. Like this nurse gets him a wheelchair and. know all this other stuff god dang it i'm sick of this sinus involvement i have to keep pausing the podcast to clear my sinuses um okay what was i saying so moving on um he gets a wheelchair you know but you find out about i want to say less than midway through the movie it's hard for me to recall when exactly they dropped this bomb another spoiler alert they dropped this bomb about um charlie having congestive heart failure Congestive heart failure and obesity do not go well hand in hand. It's like the standalone condition to kill somebody when they have um, congestive heart failure. You know, congestive heart failure is bad enough as it is, but people live years with congestive heart failure. Now, I don't mean like 10 or 15 or 20 years, that's rare, but people do live with congestive heart failure. And with Charlie, he doesn't even make it a month, and I'm, I'm not going to spoil that, how long he lives, but he, he doesn't make it long at all. So, with him being as obese as he is, I mean, there's some um, medical truth to that. Anyway, um, so, uh, so he's, uh, you know, he's dying, and, um, He's trying to rebuild a relationship with his daughter. He's kind of made that decision very quickly, that he he needs to see her because I think he he deep down he knows that this is it. This is this is as far as it's gonna go. And the rest of the movie is he's getting to know his daughter. They're trying to negotiate back and forth. Um, you know, she's very angry. She's very bitter. She's very cynical. Um, you know. Anyway, so there's there's that. And the hurt character, I just feel like the script could have had a better dialogue or better lines for her. Um, I don't know very many high school kids that are as uh, articulate as that. She she was able to put her thoughts together very well and speak on things that I don't hear any high school kids speak on. It was actually you know kind of impressive and. Uh, I don't know. I, I just felt like that part wasn't natural. It felt like they, you know, they needed her to fill that role, and they needed those conversations to happen. But, but there's just some things about her conversations with with Charlie, who's Brendan Fraser's character, that just didn't it just didn't seem to work. Um, and you know, her mom shows up later on. Spoiler alert. Uh, her, <laughs> spoiler alert! After I've already said it, uh, her mom shows up uh, later on in the movie, and her and Charlie have a conversation, and um, she she talks about how awful her behavior has become. Uh, apparently, he's been gone for a while. Um, I'm not gonna spoil the the big reveal on Charlie's character. Y'all y'all just gotta watch the movie to get the whole story. That'll give you most of it, um, and if you don't get the whole story, you're really doing yourself a disservice because it's a good story. Um, so anyway, the, the parents get to talking about how Sadie Sink's character is just a, a fiend; she's evil, and Charlie is just not willing to change his mind about how she's awesome. He tells her a lot that she's awesome he gives her this positive reinforcement this unconditional positive regard and he's an english teacher so he probably knows a little bit about that he's you know obviously got a bachelor's degree at a minimum to be teaching at a college university which that's his job is he he teaches online um and there's a development there that i'm not going to spoil you just got to watch it anyway uh so he he teaches online and so he's he's an intelligent guy. He's not an idiot. Uh, he's, he's not doing to himself because he's an idiot. He's doing to himself because he's trying to eat through painful emotions that he doesn't know how to handle. And I think that's a bigger problem in America than we're willing to accept or that we're willing to talk about. Um, I feel like the ending could have been done a little bit better in the movie. Um, and I'm not going to discuss that. I don't want to give that one away. But, you know, you just get felt you get this feeling that you want more. That you would, maybe an after credits scene, maybe um, instead of it, you know, wrapping up at the end like that, you get a maybe a couple more minutes just to, to get, I don't know, not necessarily some closure, but I, I guess the word I'm looking for is closure. I can't think of anything else. So, I just wish that had been done a little bit better. Like I said, I, there's some things that the movie could have done a little bit better, but... It's still a good movie. I recommend it. Um, if you're a mature adult, I wouldn't recommend it to my brother because he's going to sit his way, laugh his way through it. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, for people that I don't know, have had to say goodbye to relatives, that have tried to make amends after being gone for a long time, you know, that have something that they've um, made mistakes on, you know, it's it's just a really good story for people like that. For people that have fractured families um, For people that have You know medical conditions Or they have self esteem issues Because de- he's definitely dealing with some self esteem issues He even you know Accepts What he looks like but he hates himself For looking like it And um, you know people ask him You know how did this happen He said I just let it get out of control And uh, Yeah he, he literally let it Let it go that long and, and something that I find is true about that is um there's been a couple of patients where I've either heard the doctor ask or I've asked I was like man how did how did this happen you know your your feet are awful they' I don't say that I don't tell them your feet are awful to their face I was like man your your feet are in rough shape man how did this happen it's like I just didn't take care of it you know just day after day I ignore it and then here I am because the problem's so big I can't ignore it anymore well well, no shit, man. How, how do people, and this isn't about Brendan Fraser's character, this is in general. How do people go through their lives, you know, understanding that if you've got a ticket, it turns into a warrant. If you've got a car problem, it's going to break down you got to get a new car. If you keep showing up for late for work, you'll get fired. You know, they, they know those lessons, but then when it comes to their body, they're like, ah, uh, I, I don't got to worry about it. It'll be fine tomorrow. Or, you know what, it's bothering me, but it's not bothering me that bad. And then a week later, well, it's really starting to bother me, but I've gotten this far and I'm okay. Let me see if I can go a little further. I just don't understand that dichotomy where you're willing to address um, a ticket or your car breaking down or uh, a problem with your house before your house gets flooded. You're willing to do that, but you're not willing to do what you got to do to take care of yourself. I just don't get that. Um, And apparently, it's a nationwide problem. Like, the statistics reflect that obesity is getting worse than it's ever been. So, I guess we'll see about that. Um, Regardless, it's almost time for me to get into class. So, I'm going to wrap this uh, movie review up. The Whale, I'll give it an A minus. Brendan Fraser's character, he did a fantastic job. There's a couple of things I would have done differently. And that would have you know, I would have given it an A if they had done some better things with the script for the daughter. I feel like the nurses' role, there was one thing that I had a problem with, and that's because I'm I'm a medical professional myself, is she diagnosed Charlie. Nurses don't diagnose. Um, you can interpret diagnoses, you can treat diagnoses, uh, nurses don't diagnose. That's um I think that's some sort of scope of practice limitation. Now, if she was a nurse practitioner, that would be different. Um, and nurse practitioners, I don't think even they do home health. I could be wrong. I, I'm not an expert on nursing. I know very little about the nursing profession. I do know what nurses and nurses are. And I know how they operate in the hospital because I worked with them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very risky if you're not a doctor and you diagnose somebody... Or a physician's assistant or a nurse practitioner. If you're not one of those three things and you diagnose someone, that can be, that can fall back and really impact you in a, in a legal way. So, um, that's, that's the one thing I had a problem with. And most people wouldn't have, wouldn't even cared to, to, to touch on that. But other than that, her character was great. Her delivery was great. Her lines were great. I felt, um, Charlie had some things about, Blocking. So I found out after I watched this movie that's based on the play and it made a lot more sense after that because there's different ways that the people move around each other. That I was like, yeah, they, they do that in plays and you can kind of see it reflected in the movie. So that kind of clicked to me after I, I saw that on the screen at the end credits. So, um, but, but all that, those, those criticisms aside, the cinematography was awesome. The, Amount of characters was just right. I mean, there's just a handful of characters that actually have lines. Uh you know, it's it's definitely less than ten. Um so what else, what else, what else? I'm trying to make sure I don't miss anything. Um the oh uh shit. The apartment he lived in. Very well done. Um, you know, and that was kind of like my first thing I noticed is like this dude's huge. And at his size, there's no way he's gonna live. You know, I made that this that, I made that determination within ten minutes of watching the movie. There's no way this dude's gonna make it. He's he's gonna die. I don't know from what, but he's he's gonna die. And when he's dead, they're gonna have to fucking pull a crane up to that house to pull his body out of there because there's there's no way men can lift him without equipment. It's just not. He's too big. Um. Anyway, so. They, they did a lot of things really well. I really enjoyed the movie. It's a really good story. Um, it kind of drug out a little bit. There's a couple of questions that they didn't answer, which they didn't have to. You know, it's their movie. And uh, the directing was really done done really well. There's not, there's not a lot of dead space. Um, you know, you, every once in a while, Charlie passes out and falls asleep because he's got congestive heart failure. And I know my brother's going to fucking laugh at that shit. He's going to find that shit hilarious. He's just passing out randomly. Um, but you know, I mean when you're that big and you've got heart problems you just sleep you just fall asleep anyway, um So it's a good movie highly recommend it Brendan Fraser did phenomenal. I understand why so many people are celebrating him after he has you know Hasn't had very big breaks So this this is a huge break for him I, I swear to god if it doesn't get like some sort of academy award or oscar award i'm gonna fucking riot Um, that's all I got for this podcast today. I gotta get inside the class I appreciate y'all tuning in. Go check out The Whale. It's in theaters. I don't know when it's going to hit streaming services. Um, Apart from that, appreciate y'all tuning in. Drink some water, take care of yourselves. It's fucking obviously allergy season. I'm Aaron Rollins, your host from Southeast 3rd. I'm signing off.